Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Good evening. Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show. Nick Sainert, Carter, Longy with you. On a Thursday night following Nebraska women's basketball's 92-78 to win over Illinois. They advance to play number three Michigan tomorrow evening. Similar start time. Uh, they started a little bit later this evening just because the game between Northwestern and Minnesota got going um, a little later than it was, or excuse me, finished up a little later than it was supposed to. So once, or excuse me, Nebraska wins 92-74. to uh, The final horn just sounded on BTN and, and out there at the Fieldhouse. So a lot of storylines to get to. As always, feel free to chime in. If you guys were watching the game, if you were listening to it on the radio, give us your thoughts, 402-999-4620, the Sutter Heyman text line. Feel free to chime in there. Uh, the Honda Lincoln Hotline is our similar or uh, the number that we usually have, 402-464-5685. Feel free to call in, give myself and Carter your thoughts. And then, as always, you can always hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainert. And uh, Carter's Twitter or Twitter is there as well. Um, feel free. If you're watching on the stream, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. You can always comment on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Carter will be managing that and, and moderating that and making sure we uh, touch on all your comments there. Once again, Nebraska wins 92-74. to Just an unbelievable performance by a couple of Huskers. Uh, Jazz Shelley to start. 20-plus um, points. Had uh, quite a few assists as well. She had nine threes in the game today, which set Nebraska's single-game record for most made three-pointers in a single game, uh, knocking out Natalie Romero's record from a couple years ago where she had eight in a single game. So Jazz Shelley with an extremely impressive performance and showing once again just how big of an uh, instant impact she has been after her transfer from Oregon and coming over uh, and joining Nebraska women's basketball. And once again, Nick and Carter with you this evening. Nebraska women's basketball wins 92-74 to over Illinois. And once again, Illinois is kind of, I mean, the 14 seed. So this was a game where coming into it, you're thinking, all right, Nebraska, if you just do your job, you should run away with this handily. And, and they did. Like, this has been the same story, and I'll bring Carter in in a moment here. This has kind of just been the same story every single game throughout the season, uh, for the most part, is that they've just done their job. And and it makes it extremely uh, a lot more enjoyable to watch when they just do their job. And, and when there's no there's no funny business and there's no extracurricular things going on. And if you if you think back, I mean, it started in the non con. Nebraska, I will say this, they didn't have the hardest schedule starting out the season. That that was not that's not a shock to anybody, but they took care of business. They did what they were supposed to do. They were beating teams in the fashion that was required to kind of put Nebraska on the map and get Nebraska recognized. And so with that, you're sitting here, and Nebraska at one point was was eleven and zero, or excuse me, ten and zero, and then um, ended up being ten and one before losing to Michigan State. And it's like, all right, you know, Nebraska they they went through the non-con undefeated against some mediocre teams. Uh, there was a game against Drake in there, Indiana State, uh, Creighton was a win as well. I mean, like, they were beating the teams, once again, in the fashion that they were supposed to beat them in. And 
when everything else was not going well with Nebraska programs and Nebraska athletics, here comes Nebraska women's basketball and Amy Williams out of the dust and had an 10-0 record. And now they're sitting here after today's tonight's win, 23-7 overall and 11-7 in the conference. And they have an opportunity against Michigan tomorrow night. And we'll get into this as we go along. We'll, we'll kind of break down Michigan. Um, they actually have a former Husker on their team that we'll, we'll talk about. Um, she's been battling injury and, and things like that. We'll talk about that as we go along. Once again, 402-999-4620. But Nebraska now 23-7 and in Amy Williams' sixth year. Best record under Amy Williams. And after tonight, I think it's safe to say they're a lock in the Big Ten tournament. Now, Carter, I know you were um, – I mean, obviously, filling some airtime. Appreciate you doing that, um, so we can we can keep this thing local. So we appreciate you doing that. But I mean, you were able to you had the, the game on for the most part. I mean, what were what were your just kind of general thoughts on this one and just Nebraska women's basketball being able to uh, win by eighteen over over Illinois? I mean, it was impressive, right? I mean, Illinois, yeah, they're the last seed in the Big Ten Conference, but you see it you see it all the time in in women's and men's. It's no better time than tournament time for teams to make upsets, and I. Th- Hopefully we see that with the the men's team. I mean, they're they're probably going to enter their conference tournament as the 14. Um, there's a, I guess there's still a chance here coming down the stretch they end up being the 13 based on how things play out here at the end of the season. But you know, this, you can't look past any team, and Nebraska didn't do that. They they went out and played you know just great basketball. This it's what they've done all season. They they took care of teams like you said that they that they need to take care of, and they had some issues towards the end of the season. Right, we had some some off the court um, dealings that they had to kind of handle. They had the the big win against Indiana towards the end of the year, and then they dropped one that they shouldn't have dropped to Penn State, and then they yeah. bounced right back and got rattled off three wins at the end of the season. And I think that they put themselves in a great position here um, heading to the rest of this Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament to make a pretty good run. Well, and you, you talked about, you know, they, they've had their, their share of adversity, and it wasn't even just the off-the-court stuff at the end of the season. I mean, if you think back to in the in the middle of the season when they were on the four-game road, uh, road stretch and they had to play Iowa and Indiana. I mean, Sam Hybe got banged up at Indiana at Assembly Hall, and so they had to deal without her against Iowa. And Jazz Shelley was in health and safety that game against Iowa. And bam, once again, Alexis, Mar- Alexis Markowski comes out, knocks down her first six threes in that game, and put them in cell- or helped Nebraska be in a position to stay competitive against a top 25 Iowa team and, and a national player of the year contender in Caitlin Clark. And then you also have Cisano and, and or excuse me, Cisano, and then you have Warnock from Iowa. Like that is a that Iowa is a top six seed in the NCAA tournament, and without two of your best players, two of your starters, a true freshman in Alexis Markowski, which at the time was still shocking people on how productive she was each game, put you in a, or, or allowed you to be competitive on the road in a Big Ten environment. And, and now, I mean, Alexis Markowski, once again this evening, ha- had a really strong game. Obviously, uh, I, I don't want her, her performance to get overshadowed by Jazz Shelley's 32 points. But Alexis Markowski drops 22 of her own, almost gets her seventh double-double on the year. She finishes one rebound shy. Uh, so she finishes with 22 points and nine boards. Shoots 7-17, missed a couple uh, shots down low in the paint. But, um, you know, that's that's going to happen. She kept getting good looks. They kept feeding her the ball. Obviously, took 17 shots. She finished three of six from beyond the arc and five of seven from from the free throw line. And we've seen it uh, in the previous game. She struggled from the free throw line. And DP and I kind of broke down and said, listen, if, if this is a team that wants to win in March and not just in the NCAA tournament, but in the Big Ten tournament, 
you're going to have to hit your free throws. 80% from the field or from the free throw line as a team just won't cut it. And and so tonight, I mean, Nebraska, they they shoot 11 of 15 from the free throw line. They missed four, but against Iowa, or excuse me, against Illinois in in a fashion like this when you're up big in the the entirety of the game, you can you can salvage missing four free throws. But tomorrow against Michigan, there's a chance you can't because of players like Nas Hillman and and Leah Brown, if she's available to go for for Michigan, and so that, there's some little things. They they Nebraska turned the ball over ten times. Amy Williams, I'm sure, will still tell you that's too many. They had 18 in their previous game in their last game against Northwestern. They had 18 turnovers. So um, I mean, improvement there in that category. But overall, really strong performance, especially on the offensive side. Uh, Jazz Shelley, just you can't say enough about her. Once again. If you're just now joining us, Huskers win 92-74. to This is the Husker Women's Basketball Post Game Show. Uh, Nick and Carter with you. Feel free to chime in on the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-999-4620. And then on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream as well. Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Saner, and at Carter Longi. Uh, L-O-N-G-I-E, mm-hmm. Carter Laundry. Carter with a K as well, too. Exactly. Gotta, gotta get exactly. we got to get used to that as well. So, yeah, feel free to hit us up there um, with any of your thoughts on tonight's game. Jess Shelley sets the single-game record with most three-pointers made in a single game with nine. And one thing I, I want to mention before we get too far into this, we hadn't seen a whole lot of Kendall Moriarty in, in the last couple games. Hadn't seen a whole lot of Ruby Porter in the last couple games. Um, Michael Caton started seeing some increased minutes. Whitney Brown, same thing with her. In a game like tonight where Nebraska, they're, they're facing down the, the road of if they are able to knock off number three Michigan tomorrow, they're going to have to still play two more games. Tomorrow's only the quarterfinals. And that's why buys in the Big Ten tournament are so key or so crucial to you being able to do something and make some noise in the Big Ten tournament because like if you're thinking about it I mean Husker fans on the men's side of things know it well it's hard to win one game obviously one night right but then to ask your, your team and your guys to do it back to back to back to back just to make the championship game that's tough like it's it's really difficult and so Nebraska they had the luxury they earned the first round by last yesterday, but now they're going to face a team tomorrow in Michigan that has not played yet in the Big Ten tournament. And so if you're Nebraska here, it was it was pretty important that they were able to get players like Kendall Moriarty and like Whitney Brown and Ruby Porter and Michael Caton some significant minutes, not only for their development and being able to get them in a position to where they're they're if they if they have to come in in crunch time tomorrow they it, it's they've been there before but also for, for the ability to sip a player like Allison Widener and, and give Jazz Shelley a break, and Sam Hybe as well. I mean, Sam Hybe had 10 points, had five assists, so a pretty strong game from her, only took seven shots, only took three three-pointers, only took four free throws. Now you imagine, maybe in a game against Michigan, that might be a little bit different. But it's okay that she didn't do that because Nebraska didn't necessarily need that from her tonight. Jazz Shelley... We've talked about it before. Jazz Shelley, there's a very, very good chance that tomorrow night when Nebraska plays Michigan, Jazz Shelley drops a, a, a mere 10 points but has 13 assists and 12 yeah. rebounds. Yeah. Like th- that's, there, There's a very 
um, high chance that that's the case. And we'll be sitting here going, man, where is that 32-point performance? But, hey, look at that. Alexis Markowski drops another 25-point bomb. Or, hey, there you go. Izzy Bourne also dropped over 20. Allison Weiner had 15 instead of 6 like she did tonight. And that's what makes this team so much fun to watch, Carter, is that they are so balanced and that each person understands their role. Jess Shelley understands that she doesn't have to drop 32 every single night for this team to be successful. But tonight, she said, hey, listen, man, I'm going to shoot 9 of 13 from beyond the arc, and it's going to fall. I'm going to take NBA range threes, and they're going to fall. Because, number one, Illinois just kept going under the screen and, and, and allowing players like Jazz and Alexis Markowski to get wide open threes, but also because she was just feeling it tonight. And if Jazz Shelley starts looking for shots and starts trying to become more of a scorer while still giving out seven assists and still rebounding at least five times a game from the guard position, oh, watch out, fans, because yeah. Nebraska is going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another thing that I, I want to mention as well, too, because that was something that we talked about a little bit as they kind of closed out the regular season was, you know, it wasn't a huge concern because we didn't really need her to do at the time, but towards the end of the year, some people may forget that Jazz Shelley wasn't shooting the best. Uh, mm-hmm. She she was struggling from the floor a little bit as we kind of came down the stretch there, and she had some pretty low-scoring games, and it, it wasn't just that it was, she was low-scoring. She wasn't shooting a very high clip either. So yeah. for her to come out in the first game in the Big Ten tournament and shoot like this, it's really encouraging because it's, it's only up from here for Nebraska in terms of um, you know climbing higher themselves, but also the opponents they're going to be facing. I mean, the, the Nebraska's a 60 in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. The, the other five in front of them are ranked 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 in the APU top 25. So... It, they're they're kind of the the odd man out here as we kind of come down the stretch here. So we'll 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 see what happens. They got some they got some fighting to do though. Yeah, I mean Nebraska they defensively uh, maybe seventy four points is a little too much if you're Amy Williams. Amy Williams is a, is a coach that prides her her style on three point shooting, which they did well tonight. Fifteen of thirty two, forty seven percent. If you round up, it's forty six point nine percent to be exact, but forty seven if you round up. And then, I mean, shot 40, 48% from the field. They took 69 shots tonight, um, out-rebounded Illinois 43-32 to 32 on the glass, uh, had 16 offensive rebounds and 27 defensive rebounds. So a lot of second-chance points. Uh, Fast-break points were big. Points in the paint were, were a big component as well. Um, let me find the statistics for points in the paint here. 36 uh, for thank Nebraska. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. For, 36 for points in the paint for Nebraska, and you're going to take that every single night. I will um, say they probably don't want to give up 32 though. Illinois, Illinois scored 32 in the paint, so you you got obviously you got to score in the paint, and that's great to do it. But you got to you got to keep the other team out of there as well. Yeah, and so like you know, if if you're sitting here, if you're Amy Williams, I mean they only force they force seven turnovers. So I mean strong performance offensively by Illinois. They, it's not like they shot poor. Illinois did not shoot poor tonight. 44 percent from the field, 39 percent from beyond the arc, um, but just not in the quantity that Nebraska shot, and they got out-rebounded by 11 total, 16-11 uh, to 11 on the offensive glass and 27-21 on the defensive glass. So um, Illinois only commits seven turnovers, turnovers compared to Nebraska's 10. So that's a number that, once again, if you want to break down the box score, you say, all right, that's a number that maybe Nebraska needs to uh, you know, shrink a little bit before tomorrow night's game. And, and then, you know, but this is, a, this is a team that if they come out and shoot it like they shot it tonight <laughs> – there, there's a very good chance that Nebraska beats Michigan. Ne- Nebraska beat Michigan at home. Now, once again, Leah Brown did not – or, yes, Leah Brown did play that game. Um, but, once again, I mean, this is a team Nebraska beat at home in Michigan at the beginning of the conference tournament. 
um, by 21 points. And Michigan was ranked eighth at the time. Now, I understand you have that home floor advantage and things like that, but that was also at a time where we didn't really know exactly what to think of Nebraska women's basketball. And the reason why, uh, they had just come off the undefeated non-conference slate, and then you had the loss against Michigan State, and you're like, all right, now this is kind of the first time that they've been dealt with adversity this year, that they've been tested, that obviously they've lost a game. How do they respond? This team is young, it's deep. How do they respond? And and luckily for um, Husker Nation, I mean, they, they responded resoundingly with a 21-point win over Michigan at the time. But then Michigan rattled off, I think, eight or nine in a row. And so, uh, I mean, Michigan's the three seed for a reason. They Four of their last wins were against Indiana, Iowa, um, Indiana, Iowa, Ohio State, who is the conference champion, and I believe um, – the other four seed or the other top four seed, uh, Maryland. Thank you, Maryland. Yes. Their only loss in the last five games was to Michigan State. Rivalry mm-hmm. on the road, I believe. And so, with that being said, I mean Nebraska. They're going to just have to come out and play their game tomorrow, and we'll get into that. Like I said, as we go along, four zero two four or excuse me, four zero two nine 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 four six two zero. The starter Hammond text line. Feel free to get your thoughts in there. Feel free to call in four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. Uh, always hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Saner, and at Carter Longi. Carter's with a K, not a C. Um, as if you're listening on the or watching on the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Appreciate you guys uh, staying up late with us on a Thursday evening. A uh, good way to head into Friday. It's going to be an exciting day tomorrow. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, not only Husker women's basketball playing tomorrow night, but I hope to be right back here. Tomorrow night at this same exact time, discussing the Nebraska women's basketball win, and then they would play the winner of Iowa and Northwestern for the uh, semifinal to in the, in the Big Ten tournament. So Nebraska once again tops Illinois, ninety-two to seventy-four this evening. They improved to twenty-three and seven overall, most wins since the twenty thirteen season, um, and the most wins under Amy Williams in her six years as a, the head coach at. Nebraska. All right, let's take our, our first time out. When we come back, we will kind of look ahead. We'll dive into the box score maybe a little bit more, but then we'll also look ahead to Michigan. We'll be here until about 10-15, 10-20-ish, uh, so get your comments in. Once again, 402-999-4620. Always hit us up on Twitter. Um, we, will, we will get to all your comments. If there's anything on the stream, we'll uh, touch on those as well. Nebraska wins 92-74 to to advance to the quarterfinals tomorrow night against Michigan. We'll keep breaking it down next up. This is the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Once again, Nebraska Women's Basketball wins 92-74. to over Illinois, the 14 seed uh, this evening in the quarterfinal round of the Big Ten Tournament. Nebraska now advances to play tomorrow evening at the same time or, or around that same time. Maybe they'll get started a little bit earlier if the previous game uh, finishes up at, at its proper time. They play now tomorrow night against number three seed Michigan. A couple of the other games going on in the Big Ten Tournament tomorrow uh, starting out at 10.30 a.m., eight-seed Michigan State versus the regular season champ and number one-seed Ohio State. And then at 1 p.m., number five Indiana and number four Maryland. 
And then at 5.30, it's number seven seed Northwestern taking on number two seed Iowa and Caitlin Clark. And then uh, rounding out around 8 p.m., six seed Nebraska and three seed Michigan. As always, 402-999-4620. Me and Carter will be with you the next 15 minutes or so. Uh, until we get out of here and we'll get you guys going on with the rest of your Thursday night. And then we'll pick it up right to, right here tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with early break. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about this. I know me and Rico will on, on the happy hour uh, tomorrow afternoon at, at 2 p.m. I'm sure DP will, will absolutely get um, or will touch on this one as well. Very impressive game from the Cornhuskers. Nebraska once again wins 92 to 74. Jazz Shelley drops, or excuse me, ties a career high um, and drops a team high 32 points tonight. 11 of 16 from the field, 9 of 13 from beyond the arc. Added seven assists, five rebounds, and two assists. Only turned over the basketball twice. Um, previous game against Northwestern, she turned it over four times, so a little bit better at controlling the ball. Uh, uh, excuse me, I almost said her sister Addison. Alexis Markowski uh, drops 22 points, has nine rebounds, just one board shy of her seventh double-double, the freshman of the year in the Big Ten Conference with a strong performance. Once again, I mentioned Illinois just decided to keep going under screens and allowing uh, Alexis Markowski or Jazz Shelley in that instance to just sit right on the three-point line and, and just kind of you know pick and pop from beyond the arc. So if Michigan decides to do that tomorrow night, Nebraska will welcome that with open arms, I'm sure. Izzy Bourne drops 15, 6 of 10 from the field, four rebounds, four assists, um, two of three from beyond the arc. She's been uh, hitting the, the perimeter shot pretty well as of late, which is a big bonus for Nebraska because now if you have two players like Nebraska does – that can stretch the floor, it opens up a lot of things down low. For a player like Jazz Shelley, who moves extremely well without the basketball, if Alexis Markowski is on the perimeter, that's two big bodies with Alexis and her defender that have to chase her out to the perimeter, opens up a lot of space. And Alexis is able to distribute the basketball. Izzy Bourne, once again, similar situation, able to distribute the basketball. Um, because Jazz Shelley, Allison Weiner, they can get open in a blink of an eye. And so really, really uh, encouraging stuff there from Nebraska. Rounding out the rest of the starting five, their stats, Sam Hybe has 10 points, five assists, three rebounds, only took seven shots, um, hit three of them, hit one shot from beyond the arc. And then Allison Weiner, six points, four rebounds, three assists, um, three of seven from the floor, missed two three-point attempts as well. We mentioned... Uh, the, the starting lineup, I mean, it, it's these five, Izzy Bourne, Markowski, Widener, Shelley, Hybe. Bella Cravens comes off the bench, plays some significant time, doesn't score a lot of points, but grabs seven rebounds and with while only committing one foul all game. Discipline, right? Things that Nebraska is going to need down the stretch. It, they're going to need players like Bella Cravens, even Kendall Coley, who saw a little bit of time this evening. Um, Bella Cravens, for example, if, if Izzy Bourne or Alexis Markowski gets into foul trouble, who are you going to look at if you're Amy Williams? Well, it's Bella Cravens, um, the, the senior forward for, for Nebraska. Uh, once again, I mean, Nebraska played pretty well defensively, or excuse me, discipline-wise. Uh, didn't only committed 14 fouls all night. Izzy Bourne had two. Sam Hybe had three. She picked up two of those almost instantly, or excuse me, almost back-to-back in the first half. 
uh, picked up her third in the second half. I mean, that was everybody else in the starting lineup and the rest of the roster only had one foul. So, I mean, you played pretty disciplined all night on the defensive side. All right, uh, looking ahead to what Nebraska has, Michigan, it's that team, like I said, kind of in that first segment where they are. They have Nas Hillman, who's all Big Ten first team, and they also have former Husker Leah Brown. Now, I mean, Michigan, they're gonna they're, they're extremely balanced as well, and and we'll we'll tell you more about them as we go along. But they're the third seed in the in the conference. And if you were just joining us now, or if you just turned your dial, appreciate you guys hanging out with us late on your Thursday evening. But Michigan's a team now where uh, Nebraska's going to have to play better defensively and also take a little bit better care of the basketball. Ten turnovers they committed this evening, and so unfortunately, I mean, they only forced seven for for Illinois, and they also allowed 74 points. They allowed the opponent to shoot 44% from the field, 39% from beyond the arc, and uh, allowed them to get to the free throw line 21 times. Uh, So, I mean, tomorrow night against Michigan, you would like your turnovers committed to be under that 10, under that number of 10. I, I think that's safe to say. Um, if you have a similar offensive output, let's hope that you don't allow Michigan to have a similar out, kind of offensive output as you are having because you don't have to play perfect defense if you drop 92 points. And so uh, Michigan, tough team, but they will play tomorrow night, 8 p.m., and, and Northwestern plays Iowa and Nebraska, if they win tomorrow night, plays the winner of the Wildcats and Hawkeyes. Yeah, I will say, you know, kind of looking forward to this Michigan game. I think it was very, I mean, obviously it is in any scenario, but very encouraging of how efficient Nebraska was on offense tonight because we've definitely seen Nebraska win games this season where they haven't played their best basketball and they've been able to make it up on defense. But I think it's very encouraging to still be able to still see them be able to win a game in a shootout fashion. You know, I know we saw them do it a couple times earlier in the year, but we haven't seen them in a ton of shootouts lately um, coming down the, stre- the stretch here. So the fact that they, they, they still have the ability to go out there and, you know, have, have Shelly score 32, have Markowski drop 22, and Izzy Bourne, you know, somebody who was kind of in and out of the starting lineup to begin the year, um, drop 15. They, they, they're very efficient right now and, you know, carrying this forward into the tournament. I really like their chances going forward. It's, you know, against Michigan, it's again, it's a team that they've beat already. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing better than to get, to get a team that you're that you that you know well that you do have the confidence that you can beat. So, it's 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 a good look going forward. When we look ahead at you know Nebraska, not only in the Big Ten tournament but just in the NCAA tournament, uh, I mentioned this today on my show that if Nebraska were to lose tonight against Illinois, which they didn't, they handled them pretty well. Uh, that I still felt confident that Nebraska would be an 8, 9, maybe a 10 seed in the NCAA tournament. They came in projected as a 7 seed, and, according to a couple projections. And, and once again, those are produ- projections. We'll find out the uh, for sure place for the Huskers on Sunday uh, afternoon. But in terms of – they haven't been ranked in the AP poll. The, they've only received votes kind of all season long despite their record and despite – having a couple ranked or wins against ranked opponents back to back and and things like that where you felt like yeah this team deserves to be ranked you kind of understood in the non-conference to an extent because they didn't really play uh, superior competition but once again they did their job throughout the whole time and you know now they're sitting here at 23 and 7 going into the game tonight Nebraska was 21st in the net now the NCAA has publicly said that this is the number one statistic that they look at when deciding who makes the tournament and who does not. 
So Nebraska going into tonight, not counting tonight's game, was 22 and seven, five and six on the road, one and zero at neutral site games, and 16 and one on their home floor. So 21st in the country. So keep in mind they obviously take 64 or 68 teams now uh, in the NCAA tournament, and so with that Nebraska. You're thinking, okay, Nebraska's firmly in. They're ranked 21st in the net. Well, I, I, I think it's a smart and a good idea to look around and go, all right, who else, who's around them? Who's around them in the net? You go up two spots, Indiana, who is fifth in the country right now and is in a similar, I mean, same place in the Big Ten tournament as Nebraska is. Mm-hmm. They're in the quarterfinal, or yes, excuse me, quarterfinals tomorrow. Um, you look at Iowa, who's a spot in front of them, same thing. They're in the quarterfinals tomorrow. They play Maryland. Or, excuse me, they play Northwestern. Indiana plays Maryland. Um, You look up 14, or excuse me, seven spots in front of them. Michigan, quarterfinals. Nebraska plays them. Has a chance to knock them off tomorrow. Um, Then you look below, because if you feel like there are some NCAA tournament caliber teams below Nebraska, where they're ranked 21st, you feel even better about your chances. So then you look down. Princeton is 20-4. and in the Ivy League, yes, in the Ivy League, I understand that. But record-wise, they're 24th. They're three spots below Nebraska. UCF, 22-3. and Georgia, in the SEC, will be an NCAA tournament team, and they're a spot below Nebraska. Ohio State, who is the regular season Big Ten champion, the number one seed in the Big Ten t- uh, tournament this year, is or excuse me, 10 spots below Nebraska at 31st in the net. Creighton, who Nebraska beat, is at 30 in the net. So when you look at up and down the the net rankings throughout women's college basketball, you feel pretty good about Nebraska women's basketball's chances in the NCAA tournament. And now, no matter what happens tomorrow, th- there's no way in my mind that they dip below a seven seed. Now, did this win? Obviously, losses can hurt more than wins can help, especially when you're playing Illinois, who is seven and twenty, which. Carter, did you know th- this was a this was a fact that was brought up on the radio broadcast? Their head coach is in her fifth season at the program. She used to be a Division three coach. The way that she got the job at Illinois was she's friends with the AD, so that's where that connection is. Um, she her going into this game tonight, her record in Big Ten games seven and seventy seven in Big Ten conference games through five years. Wow. Uh, sounds eerily similar to another situation. I know. Oh no, Carter! Come on, man! Come on! This I'm is sorry. happy. I'm this sorry. This is the happy post game show. The sad one is Sunday. I had to make the connection. Yeah, obviously, but no. Um, I mean, she is seven and now seventy eight in Big Ten conference games. Holy smokes! I mean, just to put that in perspective, Nebraska has won eleven conference games this season, and yeah. you've won four fewer. In five years. And now, with that being said, Illinois has won their first round in the Big Ten tournament the last two years, so I guess you're doing something right in the Big Ten tournament. But, man, regular season. I mean, Illinois, 7-20 and overall, 1-13 and in the conference this year. Um, just just a real bummer bummer there for them. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, I'm just going to actually have a question for you. Um, you know, before we kind of wrap up this postgame show, i got, I got to get your thoughts on this. If Nebraska – ends up going on to win this Big Ten tournament, oh. what, where, where do you put them at in the tournament? Oh. I think I, I think the highest possible way Nebraska, or highest possible seed Nebraska could get 
would be a four. That was exactly what I was thinking, too. I was thinking a four, because if you you think about the teams that they would have to beat to get there— You'd be three ranked teams, It would be—well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to face a top-ten team in Michigan tomorrow, Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one. Then you'd have to face a top-15 team or top-20 team in Iowa the the very next day, and then you'd have to face a top-20 team in Ohio State as long as the top seeds advance, I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, the very next day in the Big Ten championship game. So with that being said, like Nebraska, that like Carter just said, you would have three wins against ranked opponents. And in the fashion or in, in the way that you had to play those yeah, games, back to back, back to back to back to back on a neutral site, like it's it's hard not to imagine them moving up quite a few seeds. Um, so that, that's actually really interesting. I think that if, if they win tomorrow, I, I think a, a five or a six seed, a six seed in a favorable bracket isn't out of the, isn't out of, out of the realm of possibility if they win tomorrow and lose in the semis. Now, once again, we'll be right back here tomorrow night, similar time. Uh, I got a couple minutes left here in this post game show. Uh, we'll be right back here tomorrow night, similar time to kind of break down what we hope once again, Nebraska has has a huge opportunity in front of them, and and if you've been watching and paying attention this whole season, they they don't shy away from opportunities. And by they, I especially mean their freshmen, <laughs> like the the freshman Alexis Markowski, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, the freshman Allison Widener, who offensively didn't have the greatest game tonight. Jazz Shelley dro- or drops 32 points, ties her career high that she set at Oregon. Uh, sets the new record for most made three-pointers in a single game here at Nebraska with a nine tonight. There's a chance, once again, she drops 11, a mere 11, uh, you know, 11 points, has 14 assists, and eight rebounds tomorrow. And it's like, yep, that's just what she does. That's just what this team does. And you're almost you're, you're almost on surprised. Certain nights, on certain nights, that's better than 32. Exactly. Like. And, like, that's the thing. That's, like, just shows the depth and how much fun this team is to watch because, like, the Big Ten Big Ten broadcast, it was actually kind of funny because they're talking about her and they're, like, watching her flick the passes and, like, no looks and they're, like, freaking out. Now, it, like, with Jazz, it, it's almost like a thing that we're just used to now. It's, it's, like, the, it's like the Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. Like, yeah. where where people, you know, they're they're always talking about like, you know, the crazy plays that he makes, but it's like this season a lot of people act like he didn't have that good of a year. Well, so I think you guys just got accustomed to the fact that he's ridiculous. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of lot of excitement surrounding the Nebraska women's basketball program, rightfully so, and not just for what's left this year. Like what what's going to happen in years to come and we'll probably say these same comments tomorrow night whether they win or lose because the, the story stays the same. There's, there's a lot of excitement, and, and rightfully so, with the future of Nebraska women's basketball. Despite everything that's happened off the floor this year, take that out of consideration, out of the conversation. Because the players that they have on the team right now, Izzy Bourne, Markowski, Widener, Shelley, Hybe, their starting five has a chance to come back. The only one that really has a choice right now is Sam Hybe. That's, that's, that's the player that has a choice of whether or not she wants to come back. So there's a chance that Nebraska next year has their entire starting five back with Alexis Markowski being a junior, with Al, or excuse me, being a sophomore, Allison Weiner being a sophomore, Izzy Bourne being a junior, Josh Shelley being a junior, Sam Hybe would be your senior again. Like, there, there's a chance. Kendall Coley will still be a senior. Annika Studer off the bench, uh, sophomore. 
Moriarty, sophomore. Ruby Porter, I believe sophomore. Maybe maybe junior. Whitney Brown, junior. Like that, that those are the players that the the ones that you're for sure losing. Bella Cravens and Michael Kane. So there there's a lot to be excited about when it comes to this Nebraska women's basketball team. All right, we got about a minute left here. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Once again, Nebraska women's basketball. They win 92 to 74 against Illinois. Yes, it was uh, it was a 14 seed in Illinois. It was a team that played last night. But once again, as as me and Carter talked about earlier today, or earlier in the show, they were able to sit players like Jazz Shelley for a little bit, despite her going off for 32 points. They didn't need her in crunch time, which. Man, when you're playing in the Big Ten tournament and the gauntlet that is the conference back-to-back, and you're now they're sitting in their hotel right now facing number three Michigan tomorrow night, man, it's going to be nice knowing that you can go to the bench and have Bella Cravens, Kendall Moriarty, and Ruby Porter. All right, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow night the exact same time. Have a great rest of your Thursday.